This week on Minnesota Native News, we get the latest on legal maneuvers to stop the Line 3 oil pipeline replacement, and Sharon Day remembers the beloved grandma, Josephine Mendamin, who led the first water walk on Turtle Island. This is Minnesota Native News. I'm Marie Rock. Deliberations over the Enbridge Line 3 oil pipeline replacement are inching forward. Ojibwe tribes and environmental groups recently filed a petition arguing the State Public Utilities Commission, or PUC, needs to reverse its course. Melissa Townsend has the details. The petition comes from the Red Lake Nation, the White Earth Band of Ojibwe, Honor the Earth, and the Sierra Club. They say public utilities commissioners made legal errors when they granted Enbridge Energy Company the certificate of need to build the Line 3 replacement pipeline. They argue the commissioner should have ordered a survey of culturally significant sites along each of the possible pipeline routes. That way, everyone would know which route is least disruptive to the culturally significant areas. That didn't happen. They also argue PUC commissioners did not follow Minnesota laws regarding documenting the need for more crude oil. According to Minnesota statute, Enbridge management must demonstrate that future demand for crude oil will increase, which would be why we need a new larger oil pipeline. The company did not do that. Instead, Enbridge lawyers provided an analysis of future supply meaning they forecasted how much crude oil they could be able to pull out of the ground. But that's not the same as how much oil consumers will need. The tribes and environmental groups say they've seen the consumer forecasts, and those reports indicate consumers will demand less crude oil, which makes the case against a new, bigger oil pipeline from Canada. The PUC commissioners will rule on all these arguments in the coming weeks. For Minnesota Native News, I'm Melissa Townsend. In 2003, a small group of women walked around the whole of Lake Superior in prayer for healing the water. That very first water walk was led by Elder Josephine Mendamin. She went on to lead over a dozen water walks and inspire countless others to do the same. On Friday, February 22nd, Josephine Mendamin passed away. Melissa Townsend talked about Josephine with her friend, Sharon Day. In 1998, Sharon and Josephine were part of the same Madej Lodge near Bad River, Wisconsin. The chief of our lodge, Bedwilladin, said to us, you know, what will you do for the water? That spurred Josephine to make a plan to walk around Lake Superior. The idea is that each step you walk is a prayer of gratitude and healing for the water. The walks are never to oppose anything. They're always to move forward with love for the water. Sharon Day was inspired by Josephine Mundaman and has led a dozen of her own Nibby walks. You know, she has impacted my life in so many ways. Josephine Mundaman's last water walk in 2017 retraced the Ojibwe migration from East Coast to the Midwest. It was nearly 2,000 miles, and it lasted 97 days. Right around the day that that walk ended, Sharon Day began her own walk following the Missouri River. She started out west in Montana. So here we are and been out for probably four or five days, and uh, that morning a car pulled up behind us. And I got out to greet them, and I could not believe it. It was Josephine and, and this young man, Edward. It was just, you know, I was just so overwhelmed by, by seeing her because they had just finished this 97-day walk. And here they were, you know, like in Montana, 
And I said to her, like, you know, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. And she looked at me and smiled and she said, I came to support you. And, you know, that is love. Yeah. Now that she's gone, many will feel the loss. But Sharon says they will continue their work for the water. For more information about Josephine Mandaman, you can find videos on YouTube by filmmaker Jeff Baer. And there's a children's book about her called The Water Walker, written by Joanne Robertson. For Minnesota Native News, I'm Melissa Townsend. Minnesota Native News is produced by Ampers, diverse radio for Minnesota's communities, made possible by funding from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund and the citizens of Minnesota.